Welcome to the Motherhood and Money Podcast. Today, I want to talk about being mindful. The motivation for this episode actually came from a question that was asked in a Facebook group I'm a part of. The person asked, and I'm not reading, well, this is from my head, but it's not verbatim. The person asked, is it okay, something along the lines of, she asked something along the lines of, is it okay to pop a child in the back of the head for talking back? And my response, and I'm surprised I did not get attacked because typically in this group, like people get attacked. So I was like ready, but you know, I'm standing up for the child. So my question, well, not my question. My answer was, um, if the child is old enough to understand why, then no, you should talk to them. If the child is not old enough, I mean, not yeah. If the child is not old enough to understand why then you have no business putting your hands on them in the first place i am honestly surprised that i did not get attacked by saying that like i really was waiting for it but uh someone else said that underneath my comment she commented um it's not a child problem it's a parent problem and i said that i agree because this is very very true children all often demonstrate behavior based on what they saw or based on what the way that they were treated. Like for me, I was that problem child. But I can tell you why I was that problem child. Me, as a child, I was not able to say it. I didn't know how to communicate it. And that is because of the way that I was brought up, like the way that I was parented. Like, and I, I don't, I don't necessarily remember because like I was so young. Like it, it literally starts when you're young. I think the brain stops maturing or not stops maturing, but like you're pretty much indoctrinated. Everything that you learn, I think up to five or seven, I can't remember. So like those are like the most important um, years of a child's life. So like pretty much it's, it's going to be hard to unlearn the things that they learned during that time. So I don't know if you tell your child to shut up when they cry they may grow up to be an adult that does not know how to voice when they have needs like because as a child they were told to shut up when they cry I do not believe in spanking I did confirm conform to traditional ways when I'm not gonna say that I never spanked my child because I was that traditional parent I Everything that was taught to me, you know, I went through it. My child can go through it. You know, I spanked my kid and and they turned out fine. You know, no, 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 not that. (laughs) I meant to say I was spanked as a kid and I turned out fine. I am not fine. I am not. I I still have childhood trauma that I am working to get past. There are things that were said and done to me as a child. And I do not forget those things. And that's another thing, like. You expect like you're going, you're, you are going to get old one day. You will get old one day. You will have to depend on your children. And because you took care of them for X amount of years, I don't want to say 18. Cause I know some people get kicked out or, you know, depends on the person, but I was kicked out at 18. But, uh, so I'm not going to say just because you took care of them for 18 years, that child did not ask to be here. You forced that child to be on this earth. What you should be doing is taking care of that, ch- that child. F 
tough love. They don't need tough love. They need understanding. They need compassion. That's your child. They're not your property. Some people seem seem to treat their kids like their pop, their property. Like you, you want to beat your child into submission. They're going, that's, that's what they are going to think that that's what love is. Oh, my parents whooped me and they used to tell me they love me. Oh my gosh. Especially the ones who spank. And then right after they get done spanking, they, they'll apologize or, you know, the typical, uh, brown thing is to get whooped and then your uh your mama come a couple minutes later like what you want to eat like no 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 don't do that trauma bonding like I I man that I don't and I'm an adult and I still won't talk to my parents about things like I, I was that child Growing up, like if I had a problem, like I wouldn't talk to my parents. The only reason I told my mom that I even started my period is because they ran out of tampons and pads at school and I needed some. I didn't know the toilet paper trick. And I'm pretty sure if I knew the toilet paper trick, like sticking toilet paper in my underwear, I probably wouldn't have told her. But it's just like just childhood trauma. You don't know how far back your child will remember because I have memories as, as young as two. Like, I remember when I was sitting on my mom's lap after I got my eye exam and they told me that I needed glasses. Like, I remember that. It's crazy because there was a toy, one of those little toys with the beads and you like, you, um, you can move the beads along the wire and it goes to the other side. Like, I saw that toy. I wanted to play with it. It was blurry and my mom wouldn't let me play with it because I had just got my eyes dilated. Like, I remember that. And I think I was two. I'm pretty sure I was two. I was either two or three, but I remember that. So you don't know what your children are going to remember. I am 30 years old and I have a memory from two. The way you treat your kids, do not be surprised if you are evil, manipulative, abusive. Like, do not be surprised if you are that way to your kids. And when you get older, because nothing is, is certain that if you have a job, you know, your job's not certain. What if you fall on hard times and you need to depend on your kids, which no parents should strive to do. Like the last thing I want to do is depend on my kids. But and one day I'm going to get old and I'm not going to want them to put me in a nursing home. Like who you people. Don't, I don't think people think of that thing. Those things like. I don't think when you're a parent, you think of like that far into the future, but I do like, I think far into the future because I am all about planning the future. If I can plan for it, then when it happens, it's not a surprise to me. So that's like what I do, but the whole spanking thing back to that. Cause I got distracted or sidetracked. I was completely into traditionalism. Like I did everything that was told to me, you know, I got spanked, thought I was fine. I was spanking my child. I realized like, I'm not helping. Now what did it for me? And my father-in-law, so I actually don't remember this, but this was, I think my son, I don't know if he was one or two. I can't, I can't remember, but I know it happened because I felt some type of way. It actually might've been two because I think I was holding my daughter. So we were sitting at the table. Uh, my husband was preparing the food. He had just cooked steaks and he was like plating everything. And uh, 
my son would climb onto the table, the dinner table, and I would tell him to get down and he would get down, but he would get back up. And I think I had told him like maybe three times when we had gone through this, like he got up, he got down, got up, got down. And my father-in-law patted him on the butt. And I'm, I'm mad at myself for not saying something right then and there, but Every time, and then see, this this is this is why, because it's how you were brought up, and just oh my gosh. So I've pretty much cut off like some of my husband's family because of things that they did to me, and I voiced how I felt about it, and I was gaslighted and basically told like I'm being childish for feeling that way, and blah blah blah, and so. The last thing I want to do is I don't want to cut off anybody else. I really don't. I don't want to cut off anybody else, but I am a parent. I have two children that are my responsibility. They are my responsibilities. I will protect those children at all costs. If that means cutting someone off and having them out of their life, then that, then so be it. So when that happened, it's like he, he pat him on his butt and then he like realized like, oh crap, I patted him. And then he proceeded to laugh about it like, oh, Grandpa Pat spanked you or something like that. He said something like that. But I was just like, like my face was just like, okay then. Now that I realized that that is a boundary that you would cross because I did not know that this was a boundary that he would cross. I thought everyone knew like if it's not your child, you don't discipline them you don't put your hands on someone else's child but now that I know that he is that type I'm like okay bet see I didn't like the way it felt when he put his hands on my child so then I'm like well why do I put my hands on my child and it like dawned on me like why why like literally why why do i put my hands on my child this is some stuff that's i think is deep rooted in slavery like it's made it may have started in slavery i don't know i didn't look it up but like that's what slave masters would do to their slaves they're not spanking them and patting them on the butt but they would physically discipline them to get them to behave the way that they wanted them to behave and that is exactly what parents are doing when they're spanking their child, you are physically disciplining your child so that they behave the way that you want them to behave. There's literally not this. Yes, one was worse, but it's literally the same thing that you're doing to your child mentally. So then I started saying like, okay, I'm not going to whip my child anymore. And so I started like following different Facebook groups. Not yeah different uh, Facebook groups and pages and stuff like, cause you know, if it comes on your newsfeed, it's a constant reminder. It's like gentle parenting, uh, conscious parenting, mindful parenting. And so now I have these constant reminders uh, down my timeline. Now, one thing that I am working on, and I think I'm, I'm pretty proud of myself because when my child would cry, cause he's, he's about to be three. When he would cry and like, I thought that it wasn't a big deal. I would be like, why are you crying? Like, stop. And I always said that I would not say stop crying. 
But you know, I, my husband constantly in and out. It's always me by myself. I'm a mom. I don't get any breaks. I go to school full time. And not that I'm making an excuse for it, but I am overwhelmed sometimes. So sometimes when he's just crying, I say that. And now I'm, I'm being mindful. I am doing breathing exercises. Like when, when they're both like really, really crazy, I will. And I love, I, I don't care if you believe in it or not, but I love, uh, saging my house, saging the negative energy. I have Palo Santo. I have uh, put uh, 432 MAC music, like music for relaxation. And I will literally play that. I have a singing bowl. We'll play with the singing bowl. And now I'm teaching him like the most recent thing is to breathe. Because a lot of times you feel good after you breathe. So you smell the flower, blow out the candle. And I read somewhere somewhere I don't know where it was but a person said they like went to the dollar store got a fake flower and a candle and so they like taped them together or something or super glued them together and so when the child needs uh to breathe they have this the child smell the flower and blow out the candle and that's a pretty good idea I'm, I think I'm gonna do that but right now he's doing pretty good at doing it like I, I hold his hands I get down to his level I hold his hands And I tell him, deep breaths, and then I'll do it. And like, he don't necessarily do it right away, but as he sees me do it, he'll do it with me. And then he'll exhale and it's like, we do it like at least three times. And I ask him if he feels better. And then he'll just run off and do his thing. Another thing is uh, when they hurt themselves, even if it, and I'm, I'm guilty of, if I told him not to do something and he did it and he got hurt, like, I would not console him because he should have listened. So what I do now, if he hurts himself, I will. And it's crazy because if you do it the first way, like if they hurt themselves and you don't console them, all you are doing is prolonging the crying. But if you just go up to them, pick them up, ask them, are they okay? Just hold them for a little bit, you know, like stroke his back, rub the back. I like to rub, uh, like take my, like kind of, kind of palm his head but like use my thumb to like rub his head the back of his head and I do that and he's fine literally but if I did not do that all I would do is prolong the crying which prolongs me getting irritated and that's one thing for me like as a parent if I'm getting irritated maybe I need to smell the flower and blow out the candle because I feel good when I do it with him when I say, when I when we do our little exercise, when I hold his hands, get down to his level, hold his hands, we smell the flower, blow out the candle, I feel good. I really do. So it's, it's, it's for both of us. Like a lot of time when you're tense, like you just kind of, you don't really breathe much. You just, you naturally breathing, but you're not like inhaling, exhaling. Like you need that deep breath. Like there's, there's breathing exercises. There's all kinds of stuff. There's also a, um, a meditation channel on YouTube. I forgot the name of it, but I know I subscribed to it. I have yet to watch any of the videos, but I plan to. Um, I would like to do some type of yoga or meditation with my kids. Right now, our schedules are not permitting. Like some days we're up late, some days we're not, but I want to get to a point where I could like create like an oasis for them. Like either a place inside, probably both inside and out. Cause you know, winter time, you're not going to want to go outside. So like a place inside and out 
and it'll be like our peace corner and like this like relaxing things there's beautiful images like art that we created uh that that that's my dream like right now we're in the process of moving so it's like i'm not gonna work on that but definitely our next place is going to have a peace corner and we're gonna go there when we need to relax and like gather ourselves like it's gonna be so amazing but yeah this that's a part of being mindful like i know it's hard being a parent especially when you're overwhelmed maybe you need to we like i said be the one to smell the flower and blow out the candle you need to be the one to listen to i think for you guys look up 432 mhz uh music or sounds or you could type in mhz4 so mhz4 sleep mhz4 relaxation there's mhz's like it's a uh it's a frequency it's a frequency of sound that helps uh to interact with your body to cause things <laughs> so um i don't 100% know the science behind it but it is amazing and I do feel good like there's MHZ for focus like if I if I'm in doing college online and I cannot focus like I'll listen to MHZ for focus so I can uh focus and I think it works for focus but a lot of times like my mind is cluttered so I don't know but I challenge you to stop if you put your hands on your kids stop putting your hands on your kids just try it like it's hard if spanking worked you would only have to do it one time oh did you hear that if spanking worked you would only have to do it one time you spank them one time and they do they they you know perfect perfect child but it does not work all they learn is to not like not not do that one thing that caused them spanking, which means you're going to have to continuously spank them. And sometimes you spank a kid and they do the same thing again. So, again, if spanking worked, you would only have to do it one time. Me, I was spanked. I learned how to lie really good. I learned how to say exactly what my parents wanted to hear so I can get out of trouble. That's what I learned to do. I didn't learn to be a good child. I was not. And it goes back. And that's something that I haven't said, but I think I said it. But it's not a parent, it's not a child problem. It's a parent problem. Think about what you are doing, what behaviors you are showing your child. Like, that's what they're doing. Like my my like if you say a cuss word and your kid says a cuss word, it's because they heard you say it. Um, the behaviors that you exhibit, like that's behaviors that you probably exhibited, or they uh, they observed it from somewhere, and they also don't know how to communicate. Like how do you feel? How would you feel? I'm going to say a boss because a lot of adults have jobs. So how would you feel if your boss, you were trying to communicate something to them and they basically belittled you, told you that your feelings didn't matter, told you to stop. Oh, I want to go on vacation as we stop asking. Oh, you know, I don't, I don't really like this. Stop. Stop it. No, I don't want to come to work on Friday. Stop asking. Stop, stop talking. Just stop. What are you asking for? Like, think about the way you talk to your kids. And imagine if your boss told you that. How would that make you feel? And this is part of the reason why I cut off that certain group in my husband's family. Because it gaslighted me. Like, I told them, like, this is how I feel about what you did. No, it's not. 
Stop being overdramatic. Oh, okay. You're just going to gaslight me. Bet. You don't deserve to be in my life. That's how I feel. So my thing now, my solution for family members putting their hands on my child, and I'm making it known, and I have made it known, I need to, my dad is not on social media, so I need to make it known to him. But if anybody puts their hands on my child, I'm going to put my hands on them. If they spank my child, I'm going to spank them. Because how, how would you feel if somebody did it to you? If they put their hands on my child and you can hear it in my voice, I'm going to put my hands on them. A pat on the butt equals a pat on the butt for you. Yes, I will spank my dad. Yes, I will spank my mom. Yes, I will spank my father-in-law, mother-in-law, anybody. I will spank them. If they put their hands on my child, I'm going to do the same. And I don't care what my child does. That does not give any person the right to put their hands on my child. That is my child. I will discipline them. Gotta, you know, I need to smell the flower <laughs> and blow out the candle because I'm really passionate about that. Like I'm, I'm going to protect, I will, I am protecting my babies. And that's what you do as a parent. You protect your children. You nurture your children. You make them, you make sure they have a better childhood than you. I did not have a good childhood. And it's like I said, it's not a child problem. It's a parent problem. For me, the reason that I behaved the way that I behaved is because my needs were not being met. I was the oldest child. I am. <laughs> I am the oldest child. And I feel like I was the favorite for the two years. Well, I mean, I was the only kid, so. But I feel like I got all the attention the two years that I was an only child. And then my sister came along. My sister had health issues. So, you know, naturally she got the attention and I kind of got ignored. Uh, then my brother came along and then, oh my gosh, the first boy. So he got all the attention. And then as my brother got older, uh, it's, it's basically like whoever the, ch whatever child was not, um, the favorite, I was closer to them. So like when my brother was a favorite, I was closer to my sister. And then when my sister was a favorite, I was closer to my brother. And then uh, it went from, I feel like everybody, basically, everybody had a chance to be the favorite except me. And that is what I could not communicate with my mother. Like she would ask me if I wanted to go somewhere with her and my sister. And I would say no, because I didn't want to go somewhere with her and my sister. I wanted to go somewhere with her by herself, just me and her, because we, I don't, <laughs> we don't, we never, we never really spent time together. And that's what I wanted. Like I wanted a mother relationship. And so naturally I said, my dad was my favorite, even though my dad was like driving, driving trucks and he wasn't there much. So, but he was my favorite because when he was there, you know, he gave us a little bit of attention. And of course, like he's going to be my favorite if my mom's not my favorite. So yeah that that's that's my that was my issue as a child see now I'm an adult I have no problem and you know and I, I I talk back I talk back now I still talk back I don't I don't have I don't want to sound mean but well I'm gonna say I, I guess I do respect my parents but like it's not it's not the type of passive respect like the submissive respect 
Like if they say something and I feel it's wrong, I'm going to let them know that it's wrong. It's not that childhood uh, respect. Like when you're a kid and your parents say something wrong and you just don't say nothing back. I say something back. Like, I don't feel like I, I don't think nobody can get me to be passive. I don't know. I've just got an alpha personality or what, but that is what I wanted to talk about. I want to talk about being mindful. Please, you are raising your children. You are the way that you act with them. They are going to behave that way in relationships. Like you're not meeting their needs mentally and emotionally, like you hurting them and then telling them that you love them. They may be in a domestic violence situation and think that's what love is because that's how my parents showed me love. You're literally showing them. So yeah, take that for what it is. Don't be an asshole to your kid. Realize that the things that you are doing now are um, you're either helping them or you're hurting them. And just try to remember that like if you need to smell the flower and blow out the candle, then do so. But just be mindful. But other than that, uh, thank you for following. Thank you for listening. And until next time, be great.